So your your real name is Amy, but you go by AL. What should we call you on this podcast? Oh, you can call me Amy. Okay. I was going to call you Ale. I was going to call you Ale as well. We can call you Al. Amy. You don't have to go by either of those names. Josh is a really popular name around here. We can call you that. <laughs> no, I kind of like Amy. Just to impress our very best friends Golden theme song And questions that are the power In a really author so Let our PG and there is that are very super extra sweet Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to JVJ. I'm your host, Corey Hatfield. With me is Josh Hatfield. And oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot we were saying names. I was going to yell at you. JDS. Yeah. And then special guest, she goes by A.L. Kaplan, if you're looking for her books. But we call her Amy because we're so close. <laughs> And uh, you're the author of Star Touch? Uh, yes, uh, Star Touched, and I have a short story that just came out uh, called Wolf Dawn. Wolf Dog? Is that about Fifi? Uh, no, it has nothing to do with Star Touched. It's a standalone short story. Are you planning on doing some sequels or prequels to Star Touched? I, I am working on a, uh, a sequel to it. There are uh, numerous characters that I'd like to further develop. Yeah, I, w- I would love just like seven or eight books all about the mayor. <laughs> he was really something. Good old Mako, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he was a charming character. I I, I think uh, I see his points on a lot of things, and I think the people really fell in love with him. The mayor. <laughs> the mayor was the bad guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't give it away. Oh. Well, I mean, he was kind of a dick from the beginning, so. Is it, yeah, is it kind of a secret, or? Yeah. Oh, okay. She, well. When, when uh, Tatiana comes to town, her and the mayor just become best friends. Oh, okay. But then you find out that the mayor is actually an alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds like my kind of book. Yeah. yeah. And then they, then they uh, find a wheel of time. Okay. <laughs> and... <laughs> It really goes from there. Is uh so so we can we can see Amy, uh and she has a cute little dog. Is that dog named Fifi? Uh no, that's Layla. I, I actually created Fifi long before I long before I uh had 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 this one. However, I do have Fifi with me. Yeah. Now is that what Fifi looked like? Like this a little. This is what Fifi or? looks like sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, don't make her mad. That's not a chihuahua. What is it? That's a a poodle. Pomeranian? It's a a teacup poodle. Teacup poodle, okay. A teacup poodle. This is like actual size of what she's like. And this is how I walk around conventions. Okay, so so you're Tatiana then. (laughs) No, I just need my little uh, security (laughs) blanket. I I don't want to offend you, but I pictured Fifi as a corgi. That's just a personal thing. How though. would the corgi? I always picture every dog as a corgi. No, like a scarf. I kind yeah. of pictured her as um, like the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Do you remember that? Uh, I'm sure you have... described her in the book too, <laughs> but like you know, your mind goes away with it. Yeah. Well, we've described this in in other podcasts where you know we listen to books while we're doing things <laughs> and while we're uh, at work. Yeah. So sometimes it's hard to catch descriptions of things, and then. Once you miss it, you just got to go with what yeah. you know. Yeah. It's when, that first impression thing. When the publisher first showed me um, picture options of uh, for the for the cover art, the one of them was a picture of Tatiana in an outfit she would never be caught dead wearing, unless Sabrina gave it to her. It's possible. So and slutty. this cute, adorable <laughs> little beagle sitting next to her staring Mm -hmm. adorably at her and the first thing i did was say lose the dog either you put in something that looks like fifi or just no 
because Fifi would never, ever, ever, ever be sitting like that. Well, that's a pretty wise decision not to just put a random dog that's not the dog in your book on there. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the cover. You see a lot of uh, book covers that uh, lead you in a different way of the story. And I thought, I mean, it didn't describe the whole book by the cover, but I thought it was a good representation of the overall book. You know, there's that saying, you can't judge a book by the cover, but everyone does. Yeah. I wish there was a beagle on it, though. That would have really... (laughs) If there was a beagle, it would have sold a billion copies. No question about it. Take a little paper cutout and stick it on. Maybe you could just rewrite the book and change Fifi to a beagle. It probably wouldn't take... You only described Fifi once, right, in the beginning? And then during the change? Well, I mean, maybe maybe instead of, like, a monster thing, Fifi could change into a beagle. (laughs) That would be a trip. That would be a lot more rewrite. (laughs) Yeah, that would require a little bit more rewrite. I did buy the book, but I might have listened to it if uh, if it had a beagle on the cover. Yes. She's got your money. She (laughs) She doesn't care. Uh, So you you published this book in 2017, is that correct? Correct. And this was your first book, right? This this was my first published novel. Okay. How uh, How was the whole the whole ordeal of publishing your own book? Uh, kind of scary. Uh, I was very glad I, I had a publisher. It was published published by Intrigue Publishing, which is a, a small press. It uh, has its advantages. Uh, for one, they freedom. let me have input on the cover. Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you reach out to them, or did you... How did that I, work? I actually had uh, met them. They, they I met the owners uh, locally, and uh, I they had a call for entry for a short story I submitted. They accept, uh, published the short story, and uh, I was at a reading, and I, I started talking about Star Touched. And they asked, so why haven't you sent us that? It's like, well, you don't usually publish science fiction, and it's a, it was a science fiction. Uh, what? But- that was science fiction? I thought it was history. Yeah, historical. <laughs> historical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they, they, they typically don't do science fiction unless it's it's YA. So this one just sort of sort of slipped in on the cusp of uh, of YA. Well, she is it only is. 18, right? Yeah, it's so. kind of YA. With kids are, you know, growing up now. <laughs> girls are so more advanced. So with Riverdale and uh, Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, that's a real <laughs> Good job. Are they not? <laughs> I don't. Nice work. Yeah. Well, Hunger I think uh, I think all young young adults. That's what Zachary YA is shortened. That's what it means. Uh, I think they could all relate to having a dog and being under eighteen and superpowers. Working at a bar. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna at a bar. Yeah, it it does deal with the uh, the more some more mature topics in there, but it was well received by the 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 teens that read it. So. Well, I mean, I read books. I read yeah, guys, I read books. So I read books when I was younger. I read books that were not necessarily YA. So I get it. I didn't get into YA books until like now, <laughs> and I I love them. <laughs> I don't know. You, Corey loves a good slice of life. I didn't have a, a real dramatic youth, so I feel like I missed out. You said what? Your youth was so dramatic. Well, not to me, because I was traumatic. Living. Traumatic. Um. So, what was your inspiration for this book? Uh, this one. Uh, there are several scenes that are right out of some nightmares that I had. Uh, particularly, uh, chapter three was part of uh, one of the net nightmares, and. Uh, uh, like, I'm not going to give away all of them, but there were a lot of nightmares in there, and it kind of grew from that. I've I've always sort of created stories from my waking dreams and a lot of nightmares. I uh I was getting as I'm listening a little bit of uh what was that the Scarlet Letter the whole church group that are like with the Star Touch you know like with brother uh what's his face uh, brother Warren. William yeah. brother William I was gonna say Warren. How embarrassing. <laughs> don't, don't get offended that we, we don't know any characters' names or That's that we say okay. every character's name wrong. That's just who we are as people. And we listen to a lot of books. We can name, like, Ender Wigan, and that's it. But, yeah, I, like, the whole Brother William thing, I didn't know. I didn't know what his deal was. 
but he was reminding me a lot of like the the scarlet letter thing i was wondering if he was going to be torturing himself in a closet somewhere oh like hawthorne yeah hmm, i have to think about that yeah i just dissected your book for you <laughs> Well, I told you it was like uh, X-Men meets Little Women, and you can use that quote all you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved that. <laughs> Go ahead and change your Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when you moved an uh, audiobook, uh, was it just a happy accident you ended up with, with uh, Steve Campbell as your narrator? Because he has a bit of a following. Did you search him out? Uh, actually, the publisher picked him, and I couldn't be happier. He did an excellent job with it, with the characters. Now, we've talked about this quite a bit, and I, I know I haven't read it, but uh, a, a lot of people don't like a male a narrator for a female perspective. I mean, is not is most of the book from a female perspective? Yeah, most of it is. And, you know, I was <laughs> I have to admit, I was a little surprised and a little concerned when when uh, they said who they had picked. But I, I think he did a good job on it. Yeah, Steve's that the best. that usually does bother me, but I guess because it was Steve, it didn't. I didn't even notice it until you just. Well, said that. I never noticed it before in any book until we started talking about mm-hmm. it, and then you know, once we started talking to narrators too, it kind of you, you start thinking about things like that and the fact that there are a million narrators out there and they're all you know trying to get the job and. It's interesting, but yeah, no, that was the first thing I thought of when I heard it. Was. So is uh, Steve going to narrate book two, Hanging with Brother Williams? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to see, to see what the uh, publisher says. Well, that could be an interesting uh, interview right there with, with the narrator hanging out with the character. Yeah. Um, is uh, So you have you written the second book? I'm partway through it. Okay. What's partway? Like 0%? Um, I have the first 100 pages or so written. So when when's it going to be out on audio? <laughs> it, it might be a while because I do have to finish writing, writing it. Uh, I was changing a few, few things in the story, so I need to work out some of those details yet. I do have a short story that I, I will probably put out before that one comes out. That should that's make that. some people very happy. Yeah. That and that's it. set in the Star Touch universe? Yes. Okay. Yes, definitely in Star Touch universe and uh, some people's favorite character, but we won't get into details on that because I don't want to give anything away. Let's guess who it is. The mayor, obviously. <laughs> uh, her first bonded, the little girl. Ooh, that's a good guess. Is that it? <laughs> Did I nail it? If I told you... Then it would spoil the whole surprise of the short story. Oh, yeah, she's not gonna tell you. <laughs> That's how you know we were right. It was about. I the, think it's it's about the little girl and the mayor hanging out. It's the corgi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to put a corgi in the story. Yeah. Passing character. Yeah. Um, Probably won't re- be store touch. Corgis remind people of Ted Cruz, so you have to keep that in mind. Oh, yeah, well, maybe not. <laughs> but in a good way, like not as a politician, like as the Zodiac killer. That's. Why you gotta go? Because <laughs> he did it. Conjecture. Josh. He did it. Could be lying. Now, are you thinking the Pembroke corgi or the Welsh corgi? Ooh. Oh, Josh. Corgi. So X. they're both Welsh corgis. One is a cardigan. One is a Pembroke. Oh, okay. Sorry. We can turn this into a corgi podcast if you want, but if it's a <laughs> trivia one, you're probably not gonna win. I do like dogs, though. I do collect corgis, so. Oh. My wife sent me a picture of our puppy today, and he looked a lot like Ted Cruz. It was upsetting. So uh, what kind of writing style do you have? Do you just write and figure it out or do you have to outline everything? I am somewhere between a pantser and a plotter. Now a pantser. It's a pantser. That is someone who pulls down people's pants as a joke, correct? <laughs> yes. out? On YouTube. That's what I, yeah, that's what I hear. Why do people hate the term pantser? Because Every time, it sounds I like I don't know. I don't. It's fine. So I you, don't like it. Um, I don't like it either, but you you uh, go by pantser? <laughs> well, it's, you know, just sort of writing by the seat of your pants. You just start writing, and 
did not connect that <laughs> at all. I'm an idiot. Man, now Corey, when you wrote your book, The Haunted Living Room, uh-huh. available on on Kindle, I guess did the, you plot it out? I guess I was a pantser as well. I did not call myself a pantser. I called myself a free spirit. Ah, uh, there you go. You can't declare yourself a pantser. Someone has to declare. Oh, one. okay, good. So yeah, I, I I do tend to figure out timelines. I'll do a little research. Uh, most of the time I'll have a few key scenes and then I have to fill in what's in between. And the only time, only one of the few stories that I've, I've written that does not follow that is one of the, one of the stories I'm working on now. I just started writing it and it was inspired by a picture and just sort of went from there. A picture of what? It was a picture that of a dragon and it reminded me of a tattoo. So I have a dragon oh, tattoo. So you're going to write the book, The Girl with the Dragon <laughs> Tattoo. I Actually, that was my working title for about a day. And then <laughs> <laughs> because I did not want to. You're like, why can't I use this? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's definitely a YA story. But I, like, I, I thought you might outline a little because like uh, a lot of things I feel like are, are like, like when people write a story and they do something in the beginning, you're like, well, I know exactly where this is going. But you're, uh, oh, I can't think of his name, the drunk. I, uh, I did not foresee his story and his development at all. Oh yeah, Joe. Joe, yeah, Joe. Joe the drunk is what I call yeah, him. Yeah, Joe the drunk. He, yeah, he, he dies in a ditch of alcohol poisoning. Josh, I didn't. Corey didn't see it coming. <laughs> he he really developed. I mean, he started as almost a caricature when I first started it, and uh, then I started looking into his history as to why he was the way he was. And it oh, so you didn't you didn't know ahead? Like you're like this is where he's going to end up? No, not with him. And Bobby Sue also was another one that just started out as a side character, and she turned out to be one of my favorite characters to write. She could have stayed a side character, in my opinion. <laughs> Nowadays, she'd be a side chick. Get it? That's a, a youth reference. I know that was a drink. Oh. <laughs> no, it's, well, it doesn't matter. Keep, you you also uh, seem to have a lot of knowledge about chickens. Did you have to do a lot of chicken research? I Yes, I, I did have to do uh, quite a bit of chicken research for that, because I wanted Tatiana to have that knowledge so yeah i went to the the library i did research online and yes people do go to libraries still and i go to the library like every week you could have saved some time and called them like chuckins and then people were like oh it's an alternate universe yeah. of course of course they're <laughs> yeah. never the regular chickens chuckins <laughs> chuckins they they eat grass and ice cubes <laughs> <laughs> the, the trick was to find a a a, a breed of uh, chicken that would would work for the crazy rooster character. Oh, you so did you like crossbreed chickens until you found one that would work? No, I just read read through a book. Yeah, oh, there someone was else already a breed. That. Someone had thought ahead and created the breed for her. Yeah, that was it, nice it already of them. existed. I mean, there it's it's it is over the top even for 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 the, that kind of chicken, but roosters can be pretty nasty. I didn't doubt for a second that there was actually a rooster that was an asshole. Yeah, rooster. <laughs> They're so full of themselves. Speaking of assholes, did you have an editor for this book? Uh, I, I have a critique group that did my <laughs> preliminary editing, and then the the editor, um, the publisher had a content editor and a line editor that came went through through the book. Okay, how I, mean were the editors? <laughs> let's see. On a scale of one to ten. Wait, wait. You used uh, a group which one? Of several editors or like amateur edit- editors? She had a group of uh-huh. amateur editors re- okay. reading it. And, and they, they were, there are several in my group that do not hold any punches. That's probably what you want, but yeah, not really, because exactly. then you just feel bad all the time. <laughs> They're like, get rid of this fucking beagle. It's ruining your book. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they, they, they spotted things that uh, you know I just sort of didn't notice as I was writing. Uh, when I got from the uh, the content editor that the publisher hired, when I first read through all the notes, um, I got a little scared at all the the red that was there, and I closed closed the file, put it to the side, waited for about a week, and then went back and read all 
all of her notes and boy, they made absolute sense. So yeah. after that, I mean, I went, I created three or four new chapters, got rid of a whole bunch of stuff and changed one character name. So you just have like a whole new book at that point. No, not really, but it was a better book. What character's name did you change? Uh, Joe used to oh. be, he used to be Bill. That's why I had a pause before when I was coming what, up with this name. I My brain the, still calls him Bill. Uh, but the objection was that I had a character named Bill and I had a character named William. Those are different names. Those Did are you point different that names. Out? Did you tell them that? Yeah. <laughs> the but thing is, you can't argue with an editor. See, now I thought, like, they're like, you really got to stop this. You can't name this guy Hitler. <laughs> Did you did you did you tell them that in the real world people have similar <laughs> names? I mean, in yeah. this room right now there are two Joshes. <laughs> so next time your editor tells you to change a name, have them listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, I will. Well, you know how many people wanted me to change Fifi's name? I wouldn't have minded that. I don't like saying Fifi for some reason. Hard hard Fs. Yeah. Hard, I, F's, hard F's would be a oh, good name for a dog. It would have been really cute if you named her Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do that for another one. Can yeah. you can you promise us there's going to be a Bill in the next book? <laughs> Two Bills, and they live together. You don't have to go that far, but if you could just give us a Bill, we'd be happy. There, but there's already a TV show called Billy and Billy, so don't do that. Okay, I, I can't do that then. Yeah, it was a bad show. Oh. Never watched. You're not missing much. I don't think anybody has. This stars Adam Brody. So? Where he hooks up with his stepsister. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You've heard of it. <laughs> it wasn't good. Just ignore this part. <laughs> Just chime in about your book and how it relates to whatever we're talking about. Yeah, so uh, book two, is it going to be called, like, Star Touch dot dot, dot. Brother, brother Bill? I, Star, I, maybe you I, could do I, a I, remix called Star I, Touch I, Brotherhood. I keep mixing up what I'm going to call it, so I'm going to have to wait till it's completely done. To see uh, what you figure out. Yeah, I do have another character that I may call it by, so... Star Touch Bill. No, no Bills. That's a weird... That just doesn't work. <laughs> no, because it sounds like Bill's a weirdo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, is it going to have a little more explanation of... Uh, the Cataclysm. What, yeah, the Cataclysm, the Day of Reckoning, what... It, would actually cause that? Uh, well, yeah. It, as time goes on in this world, people kind of figure out what it is. Uh, they do know that it is a meteor. It was a meteor strike that started the whole cataclysm. Yeah, but don't like 100,000 meteors hit the Earth every day? What was special about this one? It was just under the size that wiped out the dinosaurs. Oh, so it created some sort of new atmosphere on earth where we all get superpowers <laughs> well that i'm not going to really explain just yet I, I kind of assumed it was space dust it's something i thought it was a worm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so worm. That, no one gets that reference but us but i like it um there was this book a comic book called earth x where uh everybody had superpowers and at the end you find out they all became inhumans because of something black bolt did is that going to tie in to what you're doing <laughs> uh probably not if you do that talk to marvel because they'll probably want to cut before you publish <laughs> yeah then i definitely don't want to do that i do it's have like 100 percent in books <laughs> stop sale i do have an explanation for the uh the star touch powers i just haven't decided whether i want to explain that because it takes away some of the mystery. And it also wouldn't be something that they would know at this point. It's only been eight years since the cataclysm. Maybe it's a lot of years, though. Not really. Well, think about this. Hang on. Let me. The When Toy Story came out, it took 300,000 computer hours to render it. When Toy Story 3 came out, it took less than one hour. That's How many years later? Uh, Josh, that's 10. That's dumb. That's, That's 10 not years. Dumb. She's only at, the point is technology advances so fast. They seem to have less technology. The meteors wiped out all the technology. Yeah, there, there is less technology. But so in book rebuild, two, they're going to have what they do. In book two, they're going to have wagons, <laughs> just like bigger wagons. Yeah, they'll get some more. Are they going to have horses? 
They have horses and wagons in this one. There you go. And alcohol. Those are the three <laughs> things they own. And they have solar pow- power. Solar power. If they have solar power, why don't they have computers? And why, why are they in space yet? How long does it take them to render Toy Story? <laughs> That's what I need to know. Oh my they God. had to send it out to a rendering farm. So is book two going to be years in the future from book yeah. one? or is it Book two next? takes place uh, in the spring after book one. And it's going to be focused on a different character? No, it's going to be focused on Tatiana still. Oh, okay. She kind of has to be the main focus. Oh, your short yeah. story is, is focused yeah, on Yeah, the short time. story is from a, another character. One that was in the book or a new character completely? One that she was in the book. This. But... Could you do a short story about a character who wasn't in the book? I could. Just who's in the universe? Could you name him Bill? <laughs> <laughs> How? Or her? Yeah, Billy. That's a girl. Be, I mean, you can name a girl Bill. A girl can be it's, called Bill. Like after the, it's post cataclysm. They just <laughs> names just. Yeah, they can call people whatever they want. Yeah. So, do you have like a an idea of how many books you would like to do? in this series or do you have another series you wanted to work on well i do have another series unrelated that i i do want to work on actually i have several uh but uh, i'm actively working on uh the one with the dragons the one the girl with the dragons. no it's she renamed it it's called the one with the dragons now well I, actually right now it's called uh, dragons demons and thieves and is that going to be a, a full-length book or a short story? That's a full-length uh, novel. Oh, I got to know. Sci-fi or fantasy? Fantasy. Fantasy or high yeah. fantasy? Um, high fantasy is a thing. It is. It's uh, a big difference. I don't have any elves in it, so I don't know that you could call it high fantasy. Probably not. High oh. fantasy is pretty unbearable. If you want to break into a different genre called lit RPG... All you have to do is say the cataclysm is some sort of space technology and it's putting them all into a game. And then you have like thousands of more people. There's a hundred thousand lit RPG fans who will buy your book without a second thought. Those guys are awesome. They're so good. <laughs> do we want to ask some questions? We're, we're ta- Hey, let me ask you this. Um, so far, Dakota Kraut is the winner, but how many words do you write a day? Ooh, uh... You when you're, when you're writing the first time. When I'm writing the first time, I, I don't actually count them per day. Because I have a lot of things that I've written in this old-fashioned manner called a notepad. Is that a pen? That is a pen. And Where do you even get that? That doesn't keep track of how many words you write in a day? Only if I sit there and count them by hand, then that would just be counterproductive. It takes you longer to count them than it did write it. I, if, I, if I remember correctly from my studies, a pen is a stylus that has some kind of liquid in it inside of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it Kool-Aid. puts it Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. <laughs> on paper. Wow. So, so how long have you been writing? It depends on your definition of writing. How like long not, have you been making? We're not an asking when you learn writing. to write. <laughs> well, if you're gonna go talk, if you're talking about story creation, I've been creating stories since well for as long as I could remember. I didn't try to put any of them uh, onto paper probably until high school because I just wasn't competent. I had I was one of those people who got uh, cursed by the red ink from the teachers. And then it came back when you did a publishing. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but now I can, now it's not so bad. You can handle I, it. They they didn't when I was learning in when I was being taught they would just give you the red ink, take tons of points off, and I always had difficulty with uh, with recognizing misspelled words and misspelling them. There is that. Oh and boy, it, do I have I do I have good news for you. <laughs> There's this thing called computers. So computers. <laughs> you don't have to spell. She's in the Star Trek world. They don't have computers. Yeah. But She's my brother here. Solar panels. My brother here wrote a book, and I guarantee he didn't spell one word right. And at the end, everything was correct. Uh, there is a little uh, debate as if awoken is a real word, but I say it is. No, it is. We looked it up. Yeah, yeah. People, that's the biggest feedback I get so far in my book. Just tell them they're not smart enough. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's esoteric. <laughs> uh, well, I, I had a, a. You didn't use it correctly. 
I had a college professor, my English 101 class in college, first day of class, teacher sat on the desk and said, I'm going to correct your spelling. I'm going to correct your grammar, but I am not taking off points for it because I want you to write creatively. That was the first class I was able to write stuff and just let the ideas come out without having to worry about it. And that that really changed things for you. When I was in college, my English teacher came in, sat on the desk and said, I am so drunk right now. (laughs) And it really... It set the tone. Yeah. (laughs) I stopped going. I still got an A plus. So in in uh, it seems like a lot of people that we talk to, they don't. Um, a lot of them do self published stuff, or I mean, Dakota kind of has started his own publishing company. But uh, do you have deadlines? So they say you need to have your next book written, you know, in a year. Is that a tough thing to? I haven't gotten any deadlines that I pretty much set them. So they they bought the one book. And um, there's no obligations for a sequel. Although if I write one, when I, excuse me, when I finish writing it, I'll probably bring it to them to see whether they'll publish it. Gotcha. Oh. So, so uh, what happens if they don't? Do you, do they have, like have the rights to the Star Touched universe or? I'm no, sorry. they just, they had the rights to the one book and, and it's, it was a limited time contract. So did they have any rights when it came to the audiobook form of yes. it? Yeah, the original contract included uh, the audio, digital, and um, the the writ- English written. Okay. Do they have the movie rights? No, that so would those have are up for grabs. Negotiated separately. I'd love okay, to. Okay, we'll, we'll negotiate that after. after the <laughs> How do you feel about Steve Campbell actually playing her in real life? <laughs> that He's a chameleon. It's not exactly what I would picture for Tatiana. No, but you wouldn't picture him carrying around a corgi as Fifi, but that's what we're going to do with it. <laughs> yeah. If he shaved the beard, <laughs> you got to keep the beard. That's how you know. <laughs> um. So let me ask you this, and you don't have to tell us like how much you got paid or anything, but like you said, they bought the they bought the book. So did you just get like a lump sum, or do you get like I know a lot of people self publish, they get like a dollar every time someone buys the book. Do you get anything like that, or is it just they took all your money. Uh, no, they they didn't take any of my money actually. That's the way the pu- if if you do a publisher, that's the money is supposed to go towards you, not away from you. Right. Uh, that's not so how I money got, works. I, get, I got an <laughs> advance, and then I get royalties. I've I've already earned back my advance, so now I get royalties when when people buy my book. Oh, okay. Great. Awesome. Right, so I I mean obviously you're working with a publisher, so I'm assuming they've published it. Um, like actual physical book yes so you're in you're in so do you ever see your book in a bookstore and think oh that's awesome or well see that's the thing about that the only books that you're going to find in those big bookstores are the ones from the big yeah big big uh and yeah penguin penguin and and you don't even get all of the books in there. Uh, so they probably do mostly online sales and stuff. Yeah, it's mostly online. Or uh, I had book uh, some books at on consignment at some small stores. Yeah. Uh, I sell most I sell most of my books when at book fairs and conventions. Yeah, yeah. When conventions. You know, then I'm talking to people and I can tell them about it. So you said you went to the library. Is your book there? Yes, that's what yes. I was wondering. Did you my donate lo- my lo- one? My local library has several copies of the book. Uh, I I know there are some other libraries. The Pittsburgh Library has a copy, and I think um, I have a daughter who lives out in California, and her local library I think has it as now as well. I don't know who else. Uh, there are probably some bouncing around in. Um, San Antonio. I did a uh, a book signing out there, and one of the local high schools was having an event and um, was interested in getting the book into their school. So that's awesome. But since that's, yeah, so, that's so I haven't been able to you know like go and find out whether it actually made it into into their school. Just system. made it into the principal's back pocket. That's how schools work. That's how schools work. <laughs> you know, money goes in, it doesn't come out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, uh, I know my library in Salem, Illinois, doesn't have one. But, I mean, like, if if we ever run across one, I mean, I'm sure they'll take it. <laughs> anyway. 
can always suggest it. <laughs> so is it it's softback or is it hard? Do you have a hardback? It's a softback. Oh, well. Hardbacks are lame. They're hard to read. Yeah. They're yeah. so useless. But the library gets all upset when you put the softback in your pocket. I they tell you to stop folding them. Now, now, I know it's not cool to hate a form of book, but I really hate hardcovers. I don't see the point. I They're for the collecting. Jacket. I hate it. Yes, oh I hate. God. I throw those away. I, so what? someone takes all this time and effort and makes this beautiful cover of a dust jacket and stuff, and then I rip it off, and it just <laughs> has the book title. <laughs> Leave it. That's all it needs. I only read hardcover. That's why you don't read. I uh, Actually, no, that's not true. I only read softcover. I have a hardcover book. Now, I have to admit, hardcovers float better in the bathtub. He's right. <laughs> I've never experimented with that. And yeah, I just, probably won't. I just oh, I, and I don't recognize <laughs> I don't recommend trying to float your Kindle. No, don't do that. No. All Kindles are all Kindles are waterproof. Fact. <laughs> if you don't believe them, just try it. This, this, by the way, while we're on the subject, this podcast is sponsored by Amazon, maker of the floating Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys ready to get into these questions? Heck yeah. Okay, these are just random questions, so so put your thinking cap on. It's it's normally. People need our help. Yes, we're, we're kind of like life coaches, okay. so people write in to us so we can help them in life. These are sent in from Scott J., and I'm wondering if it was Jace. It doesn't Because Scott J. doesn't sound right. No, it's good. Anyway, yeah. question one. How many first graders do you think you could beat up? <laughs> Zero. You don't think you could beat up a, four, a first grader? No, I wouldn't have the heart. Oh, first graders... They're small. They're small. How old are you when you're in first grade? Like six. seven, seven, six, six or seven. seven. Six or seven. Is it your kid in first grade? No. Uh, Wait, how old is he? He's six. Okay, so his size. Oh, oh, I could take him Did down. Did I mention I used to teach? Oh, so you know from experience. <laughs> What grade did you used to teach? Uh, I taught high school for three years, and then I got transferred to an elementary school where I stayed for three years. That sounds And awful. then you quit to be an author? I quit to stay home with my own kids because I figured if I was going to get talked back to by a kindergartner, it would be my own so I could do something about it. Nice. Oh. Well, oh. so you well, do have think. experience hitting your children. <laughs> Not mine, but... Didn't, I'm just I never gonna, did to. I'm going to say eight. Eight? That sounds cocky. Now you're a big guy. It sounds cocky, but I got the yeah, I got the weight. I think I, I got you. But I think you're undershooting it, dude. Really? At the same I think, time? I, no, yeah, I think I could do eight. I think you could do 12. Well, I'm going to go with 12 then. Not to brag. <laughs> they do cry easy. I'm seeing a JD's, new shirt. I'm thinking. I beat up 12. I'm thinking. <laughs> how many do you think, JD? Four? <laughs> Two, if they don't make them cry. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the spaghetti arms. <laughs> I, I'm like, I mean, I feel like I'm kind of scrappy. I mean, I'm not as big. They can definitely, they can definitely, like, they could have the advantage if they all team up on me. But, like, I got long arms. But just think, Corey, how reach. easy it just, how easy is it to just throw your kid? Pretty easy. And, like, just imagine there wasn't a big beanbag chair. You just Hold put on. him on the floor. Hold He's on. Done. Amy, look yes. at this guy. Do you think he could beat up a first grader? Not if Fifi were around. Now, let me tell you, he doesn't look like he's a fighter, but I saw him spit on a guy's eye once. I thought we made a mix. <laughs> I wasn't scared I of you then, Corey. I'm not scared of you now. It wasn't me. Well, what you got to do is you got to watch out for those back legs because he kicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, because I'm a horse. Because no, you're a horse game. face. So let me ask you this. So, Amy, you're saying 10. <laughs> How, so we're talking about it at the same time. How many in a row? Oh man, you gotta be what forty, fifty? Yeah. Before you get worn too, out. Before just... you're just too bored to do it anymore. <laughs> so let's say you were teaching a first grade class, right? Mm-hmm. They all pull out their nunchucks and ninja stars, and they came at you. You would just let them take you out? No, you just use a chair to disarm them. Disarm them with a chair, like actually, I feel like if you hit a first grader <laughs> with a chair, you're actually gonna disarm their whole arm. They're not built that tough. So let's say you're teaching class, right? And there's a first grader and he's vaping. You don't, <laughs> you don't beat him up? No. I know no. you don't want to say it out loud, but we're going to give you six, okay? <laughs> if you, if I mean, you, let's can, just, you can hold up your hands. You don't have to say anything, yeah. but we know. Yeah, yeah. Just put up your the amount 
you think you could do it with your hands. Just do it with your hands. We won't say anything. Zero. <laughs> how, you, I didn't even, how do you have 12 fingers? That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Question two. Who was the best Mighty Duck? Oh, it was Goldberg. Is that the only one you remember as well? Uh, no, 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 no. I take that back. Joshua Jackson. D- Charlie. Charlie. Now, Amy, do you know what Mighty Ducks is? Uh, wasn't that a kids sports thing? It, it sure was. And you think that's for kids, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I thought recently... it was a movie, but I never Yeah, saw... yeah, it was a movie yeah, for hockey. A, mo- a, a hockey th- movie. Three movies. Hockey, yeah. that was it. Emilio Estevez was in it. The Mighty Ducks man himself. <laughs> now, you think, oh, that's a nice Disney movie for kids, right? I watched it a few months ago, and the kids cuss so much. It's unreal. <laughs> it was like real life. Would you show it to your child? We turned it off. Really? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh, wow. I didn't know. They came over and wanted to watch it, so I put it on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with Charlie as well. I'm going to go with anybody the- else. The the one that they they wrap in bubble wrap, Charlie. No, that's a Goldberg that's the football movie. Yeah, that's Little Giants. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the goalie who they tie to the no and I, then hit him with. Pucks. I don't remember. I don't remember any of them. I'll so go. so JDS says I don't know. Josh says Charlie. Charlie, Amy, you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> it's all right. I don't know either. I mean, I think I've seen the movie when I was a kid, but. So here's what I think they should do. They should make a movie called The Mighty Ducks, right? Mm-hmm. Go with the same title. Joshua Jackson Does has to go teach, has to go teach yeah. kids uh, hockey. Of and, course. And then the old guy who makes the skis is played by Emilio Estevez. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you even bringing that up? That's just, you. That's just common just sense. Me so <laughs> what the heck? Well, you not just see anime, kid? Do it with uh, Donald and. His nephews. Uh, DuckTales? Donald Trump? No. Donald <laughs> Duck. He was in a pizza commercial. Donald Duck? Donald Trump. Wait, are you talking about uh, DuckTales? Uh, no, I was saying that they... Dewey, could... Dewey, and Louie? Yeah, those guys. That was... Scrooge McDuck? Yeah, so we're all in agreement. Scrooge McDuck yeah, is the best I'm way to that. Are you watching the new DuckTales? Uh, no, I have not seen that. You know David Tennant does the voice, right? I can tell you're a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> she's, she's she's nodding. Like, what is that? Oh no, I'm a Doctor Who fan. You are? So yes. is he. Me? Mm. Yeah, you. Yeah, I am. I love Doctor yeah. Who. There's nothing wrong with Doctor Who, except you. When I don't like it, I think it's. I think it's. Well, that's great interesting. Garbage. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's not Sword Art Online or anything. But <laughs> no. did you good. know they're making a new Doctor Who movie? Well, and there's actually, uh, five Doctors at the same time. And it's played by a band, Dr. Hoovastank. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look how cringy her face cringe. <laughs> that was a good joke. That's that's one of your own design. That I'm is. I created that joke. I've heard that thin joke air. from you so many times, though. Okay. Question three. If you owned a restaurant, what would you name it? Oh. I would name it Dr. Hoobastank That's to go off of the popularity. Dr. Hoobastank and the Mighty Ducks. Uh, if we're going to go pure popularity, I would name it Tinder Vapes. Mm, Tinder Vapes. I'd get a lot of people. Tinder Vapes? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, barnyard? The, bar- the Barnyard. <laughs> That's not bad. All the hay you can eat. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with Old Henry. Old Henry. Oh, so it'd be a pub. That served roosters. <laughs> served roosters. <laughs> I, I see what she did there. That right. would be neat if you, if you, uh, I mean, you got to put out a few more books, but you create your Star Touch universe and then open a nice Star Touch themed restaurant. Yeah. Where are you based out of? Uh, Maryland. We'll come and, we'll come and eat. On the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get to make that call. No, but no. He's, he's right. We will. <laughs> it's on me, guys. I mean, I'm Where house. are you guys at? Illinois. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Did you? Did Why I? I don't think I did. Oh, yeah. I sent her our address. I thought she was going to come, but she refused to. Weird. <laughs> she said, I'll just Skype. Yeah, Save gas way, money. Way easier. <laughs> okay. Question four. Well, Steve came from Canada. Yeah. He brought Tim Hortons. It was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met Steve in real life? No. 
Have you listened to uh, him do your audiobook? Yeah, I listened to the whole book. Whoa, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people make podcasts. A lot of people in this room make podcasts and then don't listen to them. <laughs> did so? Did you did you talk much with Steve or? Uh, I mean, we we chatted uh, through Facebook and email a little bit. Just kind of give him some guidance on the book. Uh, and then nope. Oh really? Yeah. So you didn't take care of that. Did the publisher take care of that, or did he just kind of go his own way He's with? He's a it? professional. No, He's I know, but He's uh, like, that, I really think Bill should be named Joe. <laughs> no, the the publisher arranged everything. Okay. The and then you know, I first I saw was uh, a clip he posted on uh, on Twitter. Well, that's, that's interesting because when I I told him I liked your book and I, I said, do you think she'd be interested in being on the podcast? He was like, yeah, absolutely. And apparently, you guys hadn't ever talked. <laughs> well, was, we hadn't talked like like this just typing talk so he he just messaged you once and he's like book's done and then you get another message like you have to be on this podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit more than that we we did we did connect on social media he's a good guy yeah he hasn't led us wrong yet i mean he led you to the slaughter on this podcast basically <laughs> but aside from that so you have your own twitter is it your uh book publishing twitter or your personal twitter uh my personal twitter al kaplan author and you follow us on there <laughs> she doesn't if you're wondering well then i'll have to remedy that we'll get you <laughs> do you follow her i have to, know, I have to look look it up yeah, we, we follow you you just look for us you literally know nothing or, about twitter stop no i don't do you follow people on twitter <laughs> yeah yeah, I know that, and you tweet, and you only get a certain amount of characters, Yeah, right? there's not much to Twitter, I mean... And yet, neither of you can figure it out. It's There's a bird. <laughs> you you don't know anything about our Instagram. I don't know We're the password. We're fighting in front of our guests. <laughs> Question four. Well, Amy, do you follow us on MySpace? <laughs> uh, I am not on MySpace. Oh, really? That's, that's all about authors now. You're messing out. Justin Timberlake really turned it around. Yeah, up and coming. <laughs> Are you on Discord? <laughs> Discord. I do have a Discord account, but I only had one group that was using it, and I'm not in that group anymore. We can probably follow you. That's not how Discord works. Uh, Just stop naming social media. Okay. Amy, we're gonna edit this, and it's gonna it's gonna sound so good. <laughs> I'm gonna sound so smart. Now, do you have the AOLs? Oh. <laughs> uh. Question four, guys. Don't, don't put down America Online. We still use it. Yeah. That's my that's my internet provider. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> we have Wi-Fi. There's some nice people out there. I met a lot of nice dudes when I was younger, <laughs> and I still keep in contact with them. <laughs> They're all married with children, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, but... <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Stop. Stop. You don't Move get on. it? There's a bunch of setup files. Yeah, I got it, but... Okay. Yeah. Question four, guys. What was your favorite cartoon from when you were a child? Okay. Ooh, how young am I going back? Well, whatever your favorite cartoon was. I mean, you can do whatever your favorite cartoon is now. You said Sword Art Online was good. Yes, well, Sword Art Online is good. Um, no one's ever said Sword Art Online is good. She likes it. I liked it. Yeah. Nobody liked it. It was good. Oh, you liked it Sword Art Online? Yeah, she I liked it. Yes, I liked I it too. I, I liked it, it a lot. Good. I thought it was really good. I didn't Did like either the of you watch season, season two? Yes. yes. Yeah, season wasn't as good. That's what I liked about it. It reminded me of, what was it? What was the one we watched where it was like the first season was like this, then the last episode was like 10 years later? Uh, Automatic Maiden. Automatic Maiden. I thought that we're, was charming. I love men. things like that. We're manly men. Uh, so Sword Art Online is th that lit RPG genre we were talking about. Right. That is the lit RPG. So you're like stuck in some kind of video game. Not would, necessarily stuck. Would you ever consider writing a, a different genre than fantasy sci-fi well i guess you don't do sci-fi fantasy well yeah science, I, I, I write science fiction and fantasy um and if when i come up with an idea that's not in those genres i'll i'll write it just whatever you feel like well yeah. i guess the what's the difference technology adding technology to it to what to like fantasy to, to take it from fantasy to sci-fi you just add technology <laughs> exactly basically. yeah Okay, so your dragon is obviously a robot dragon. I solved that book. There you go. 
And it was all in a video game either way. So. <laughs> yeah. Get those lit RPG fans. All you have to do is mention mana one time. and That's true. Yeah, you don't even have to know what it is. Just say mana. (laughs) Character mana. You can also say MP. Yeah. HP, XP. Just say something. Put a P on something, and they'll buy the book. They'll buy it. They love it. Yeah. Can't get enough of it. So did you want my answer? Yeah, that would be great. What was the question? Okay, so I'm going to go back, way back in history here, and I'm going to be dating myself horribly to some uh, shows that I watched when I was quite young, one of them, Simba the White Lion. I don't know what that is. I've never heard Are of you that. from Canada? Is, is this going to be like another Mr. Dress-Up thing? <laughs> this is a really old one. I used to watch that when I was uh, young. I used to watch Felix the Cat. I, know that I saw guy. the eyebrows go up there. It's like, have you even heard of that one? Felix the Cat? Yeah, yeah. he's a cat, right? He's a cat Wait, named Felix. Have I it's a magic bag. <laughs> I, I immediately agreed with you and said, yes, I recognize that. But now I'm thinking, am I just making that? Just up? imagine a draw, a cartoon drawing of a cat. That's Felix. He's like the most simply drawn thing ever. Yep. Uh, and, we, and me and Josh are brothers. She's going to say one more thing. Okay, go ahead. And I'm going to name one other one that people will probably laugh about. Underdog. Underdog. I know Underdog. this one. Yeah. We watched Underdog. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of money though, so we had to watch Hong Kong Fooey. He was he was kind of the generic underdog. Yeah. He didn't have powers. He just knew kung fu. Yeah, but he was a janitor. We also didn't get a lot of Garfield <laughs> because we did, we had to watch Heathcliff. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to watch the Smurfs. We had to watch the Snorks. Remember that? Uh, it, it's Do you remember Smurf Snorks? Snorks. No, when they mixed. um when I was a, like I remember when we were kids. I used to like a. Oh, uh, was it Steamboat Willie? The yeah, um, when that first came out, that was good. I'm gonna, Howdy Duty, that was a good one. I know mine. That was before kids. my time. Oh, <laughs> Howdy Duty. Um, I used to uh, just wait till your father gets home. Oh, um, I remember, you remember that? Uh huh. It was uh, in repeat Pete's when I was watching it, but uh, that great spinoff of Golden Girls, Empty Nest. <laughs> This is not a cartoon. It's a spinoff of Golden Girls that you didn't know about. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. You're like, their theme song, Golden Palace is the only one. The theme song is Life Goes On. <laughs> but there was also a show called Life Goes On. Yeah. And its theme song used the term Empty Nest. And I will never forget that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what was your cartoon? Pokemon. See, I was trying to think, but I think Digimon. Digimon is better than Pokemon. Is no, what, Pokemon. Uh, I mean, I used, to, I used to record it. On the VHS. That's a YouTube video, sorry. We used to record things on VHS, Yeah, too. but You're Pokemon was the only one that I used to record. We used to record Dragon Ball Z. No, oh, I had Gundam. Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Gundam was stupid. Gundam Wing. Gundam was just a copy of Dragon Ball so, Z. So, when did you watch Sword Light? Uh, Sword Light. When did you watch Sword Light? So, online. Uh, Sword Online? Actually, last year. So, do you watch animes? Are you into I that? I watch a lot of animes. What's your favorite anime? Ugh. I don't know if I have a favorite these days. You said Gurren Logan? Is it Gurren Logan? No. No. You whoa, you don't like Gurren Logan? Uh you don't want to drill towards the surface? <laughs> my husband seems to watch that one when I'm not around because I told him I didn't want to watch it anymore. It just He's sick of you ruining it for him. No, I just couldn't handle it. <laughs> You're like, that's so unrealistic. It just didn't none of it seemed to make sense to me. You'd have to take it all as a whole. Mm-hmm. What You said you used to be a teacher. Do you like GTO? <laughs> great teacher, I, Onizuka? Yeah. Great teacher, Onizuka. Uh, no, didn't watch that one. So I are kinda, you? I kind of missed some, some animes along in there. There was one that I watched a few years back that I really liked, but and it was depressing as heck, but I can't remember the name of it. Welcome to NHK. That was sad. That was a lot of emotional hate. No, this one had a wolf in it. Oh, Uh-oh. wolf, 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 dog, dog, wolf. No, I know. The short which, story. <laughs> no, I know which one you're talking about. Wolf Rain. Were there a lot of wolves? Yeah. I think it was Wolf Rain. It was uh, Princess Mononoke. Oh, that's oh I love that one. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's got a wolf. Okay, question five, guys. This is the last question of the day. And then we'll just spirited away. away. Oh, spirit away. Yeah. That had a wolf in it. No, but that's um, one. You want to talk about animes? Yeah. Uh, 
I think Trigun is an excellent anime, and uh, Gungrave. Gungrave. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember liking it. So, question five. JDS, this one is right up your alley. Okay. Uh, What is the coolest thing you've ever done? Oh, one time I spit in a guy's face. (laughs) That was pretty badass. Yeah. He was getting on my nerves. (laughs) That does sound cool. Amy, how many people's faces have you spat in? (laughs) Um, I haven't spat in anyone's face, but I did throw a drink in a couple guys' faces. Oh, that's pretty badass. They must have been standing pretty close if you could get them both with a drink. It was a big drink. I don't know if this is cool, but at the time it seemed really cool. I, I threw a slushie at a deer once and hit him. <laughs> you hit a deer? It was a slushie. It was awesome. You ruined But it's it, also sad. Slushy. It's sad. Yeah. What did the deer ever do to you? I don't know. Um, Actually, he saw the deer kill a wolf. Yes. And he has a thing for wolves. It's it's. And then the Sad, deer drilled it, to the heavens. It takes so much skill. Yeah. Dexterity I, and just... just. One time I was sitting on the uh, passenger seat of a car and we were throwing eggs out the window. <laughs> and I, I leaned over to the driver's seat and threw an, threw an egg out and hit a mailbox while we were going like 40. That's not that cool. That's, That's pretty lame. Cool. One time I put a couch on top of a van. <laughs> That's neat. And... Five cops came. How did you know the couch wouldn't fall off the van? What, did you I have put precautions? A, yeah, I put a blanket under it, and then we cut, shoved, then we shut the the blanket in the doors. Oh, so that couch was there with friction. <laughs> the couch wasn't going anywhere. I don't know why anyone would think different. You're so cool. now with Stop all our shaking your head, <laughs> now with all our awesome answers, do you want to change your answer? Oh, what the? <laughs> wait, wait. What was the question? What was the How many drinks have you ever? <laughs> oh, you probably did. What was the coolest thing you ever did? Got me write a book. Right? I, I would think no. that would be the oh, first yeah. thing. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Writing Don't say something lame like raise children. Yeah. Mm, went to Paris because... a couple years ago. Right. Where'd yes. you go? Paris. Paris. Oh, did you sell any books while you were over there? Multi marketing. Uh, yeah, that was actually right before my book came out. Oh, that must have inspired you. You were like, I got my advance. How can I blow it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't take long. Uh, <laughs> well, Paris will neat. do that to you. How were the French? Were they did they receive you well? You know, everyone that I met there was very friendly. The only time that we ran into someone who was not pleasant. Uh, was at one restaurant we went to, and uh, but other than that, I mean, I, I attempted to speak French, mm-hmm. and they seemed to appreciate that. Do you speak French? Not really. I, I did a crash course using Duolingo on my phone. Boom the tear la bum bum. So I believe that's I want all the candy. I could be wrong. But I believe it is. So, like, when you say you attempted to speak French, was that for real or was that, like, you making fun of them? You're like, oh, Eiffel Tower, (laughs) for of you. I I did try to learn before I went there, and my daughter made me these little index cards with simple phrases. And I would either say the phrase, or if I couldn't pronounce it and they didn't understand, she had the English on the other side. So if I couldn't figure out how to say something, I could just find the English part and hold up the sign if I really wanted to. <laughs> That's, That's the way to do pretty it. pretty clever. Because I think me reading a French word would be more harsh than me just, like, <laughs> making one up. Well, that, yep. that's that's where the, the phone app did help. because it's, So you would just talk to your phone and then your phone would speak to the French people for you? No, no, I actually had to speak. Now, I don't know much about France, but I do know everybody smokes and has a baguette and a beret did you have to uh like acclimate yourself and carry around a baguette while you were there uh no but i did get to eat some although actually i prefer the croissant the thing about the baguette is a lot of people i'm a bit of a french buff a lot of people (laughs) think think it's food but it's actually for protection yes it's like there are massive baguette fights in france Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this, Amy. You said a guy was rude to you at a restaurant. What did you do to upset him? Threw a drink in his face, obviously. Oh, is that the drink guy? Big gulp. (laughs) You brought a big gulp from America. (laughs) He came in late in the evening and ordered dessert and not dinner. Oh. 
That'll do it. But we watched, the, we watched this guy uh, interact with uh, with other people when they went to pay, and he made a big show of looking for change when they paid with cash. But he wasn't trying to actually find the change. He had his little tray, and he would be just sort of playing around with the coins and chatting until eventually they'd say, "Oh, just keep it." He sounds like a an excuse my French la asshole. <laughs> What's yeah? What's this guy's name? We want to stay away from France. I also yeah. know another thing about the French culture, and I can confirm or deny this. A lot of mimes will trap you in glass boxes. Did you see any mimes in France? Uh, no. Oh, you're lucky. I hear. I heard there was an epidemic. I don't think. I think everything TV has taught me about France is wrong. Do they even have a tower made out of Eiffels over there? No, but they have a tower called Eiffel. Hmm. And did you get a uh, Eiffel Tower replica? A what? A replica of the Eiffel Tower? Uh, did you buy one and then try to take it home and it got confiscated? At the po- at, I got pictures. Here's how they do it in France. They have these Eiffel Tower replicas, right? And you buy them and you think, oh, cool souvenir. And then at the airport, they confiscate them because they're not allowed to leave France. They're made out. They say, this is this. it's made out of French material, right? So what they do is they take them and they shoot them back to the Eiffel Tower. Infinite that, supply. That doesn't make any sense because they just gave us a huge ass statue before. That's because well, it's not an infinite supply; it's a finite supply that they control. It's a finite supply. It's like gold. <laughs> They're like those uh, people with the diamonds. That now, if I lived in diamonds. France, I would sell Statue of Liberty replicas. <laughs> it was like we also made this shit. Check this out. Yeah, but that's the, there's another Statue of Liberty. Well, it's not the Statue of Liberty in Vegas. It's the same. Yeah, the small one in Vegas. Statue of Unliberty. No, it doesn't. You know what? Whatever. Statue of France. Let's move it on. Does Question it have a horse head? That was it. What was the coolest oh. thing you've ever done? I told you, spin the guy's face. Spin the guy's face. What was yours? I don't know. Whatever I said. You said go to France. I have another one. Oh, oh. let's hear it. Okay. I, I don't know how I forgot this. I went to. Uh, the uh, International Wolf Center in Ely, Minnesota, and got to meet the Ambassador Wolves, went on a wolf howl, and got to howl and listen to some wolves respond. You seem to be really into wolves. You should write some sort of book about <laughs> wolves. Maybe one called Wolf Dawn. Oh, cool. yeah, I did do that. Yeah. I actually have a whole other um, the, the the first novel that I worked on it's as yet unpublished it's actually a series and there are wolves in that one I like wolves I like wolves too they're just big dogs and I like dogs I know they're adorable I don't care for wolves they're like dogs they killed but... Liam Neeson oh yeah how do you feel about that? how do you feel about that <laughs> I don't, you're okay Whatever. I don't get the reference either so. uh, the cold or something Liam Neeson fights wolves the I, movie oh I do and he, yeah he like breaks bottles and like wraps it on his hand <laughs> yeah but that's just that's just the end when like the 90 wolves are killing him what yeah. I didn't get the reference either I just oh, I that one. oh so there's this big yeah. long movie it doesn't, no, we where don't Liam Neeson so, here's what happens so Liam Neeson's plane crashes right and then uh, he's trekking through the wilderness, and all his friends are dying. And then he uh, gets killed by wolves. Okay. So the coolest thing you've ever done was watch that movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> I bought a 65-inch TV to watch that movie. Ooh, oh, You should have cool. seen the size of these wolves, Amy. <laughs> you would have been blown away. At some point, they were over 65 inches. Wait, did you get to pet the wolf? Is that a thing? I mean, Yeah, did you get to no. touch them? And like... No, they don't, they, they don't let you touch them. The, but um, I got close enough to get a really, really good picture of, like, oh, awesome. the fence was here, I was here. I thought I mean, of a cooler thing I did besides that deer thing. <laughs> uh, on a class field trip, I got kicked out of the penguin house for touching a penguin while it was in the water. You're not I, supposed to touch it. A penguin died at the zoo I the other pushed day. it down while it was swimming by me, That's not cool. and I got kicked out of the penguin. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I have a similar story. Oh, my God. I did something like that when I went to the zoo with your brother, Josh, and they, and they just told me to stop. They just Because they're like, we can't stop them. They just keep doing it. <laughs> a penguin died the other day because someone like gave it something that should Can I say something eat. about that? Like a and it's just fantastic i hate penguins so much like if i if there was a button i could press that killed all penguins i would do it <laughs> there's i mean 
There's nothing I hate more than a penguin. There's nothing as good as a dead penguin on this planet. What do you think, Amy? I think that might be an overreaction. Really? Let me tell you a story. So I go to the zoo once, right? You with me? Yep. Okay, you're at the zoo. You know how they have penguins at the zoo? Right. One splashed me. Aww. (laughs) And it was cold. Like they, the penguins are cold in cold water, oh my and it splashed yeah, me. They also the pee in the water. What? They also pee in the water. They pee in the water. You got penguin pee on you. What do you smell so bad? That just well, pushed it over the edge. Uh, you have you have uh, given me reason to kill all penguins now. I was gonna let them slide. <laughs> Amy, where can people uh, find you and, and give you lots of money for your beautiful book? <laughs> well, you can buy the books on Amazon. Uh, you can find me at. Are they on Kindle? They are on Kindle. They're in paper and they're in audio. Yes, you can get them on Audible. That's how I listened. <laughs> um, you can find me at uh, on Twitter, Al Kaplan Author, on Facebook, Al Kaplan Author, and um, on my uh, website is Al Kaplan Author. That's score, you lucky goose. Yeah. Uh, now, surprised it wasn't taken. Everybody, you'll be able to find her on Twitter quite easily. You just go to our Twitter, and she's following us. Yes. <laughs> and uh, as tradition, you get to end the podcast. Amy, go ahead and end the podcast in the traditional manner. Thank you for having me on this podcast. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was great. Thanks. Thanks. Thank Amy. you. Thanks for being on. Thanks. We appreciate you being on. And did you notice, you know, remember you emailed me and said not to mention that that when you hit that guy and then just drove away and we didn't mention it. Oh, thank you. Can you get it on Beautiful. the Kindle float? What's a Kindle float? <laughs> Josh will send you one. Okay. Um, you know we had Scott Meyer on the podcast. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like Scott Not Meyer. Not everybody like, knows think, Scott yeah. Meyer. Well, you work with about Larry Doyle. Yeah, we got we not to brag, but we had Larry Doyle on. <laughs>